0: one
1: hello and welcome to just impolite podcast season two episode two uh today we are talking about anger management uh i am david glaze and this is jennifer ellen parker with me and uh do you and- know you know every every
0: episode you say the title in a new way do i yeah what did i
1: say this time just impolite. Oh, impolite love. Yeah, isn't that what it is? Huh? Isn't that what it is?
0: Yeah, but it's just—it's cute. You left off a word each time, a different word. You like to change things up.
1: Oh, yeah. it's like if you couldn't. Sell Does that me. make you angry? No. <laughs> it's like if you talk about my yoga studio and you say the name wrong.
0: I never do that. No, no
1: never. <laughs> it's never your. your company, what is your it? It's yoga on York, not York on yoga.
0: Yeah, but you have to admit, like York on yoga, makes sense. No, it doesn't. Like yoga on York. No, tell me. Well,
1: it's it's better for better for who? Uh, Google searches.
0: Oh yeah. Wait, what's the right what's the right <laughs> way to say? <laughs> Why is it better for you to have yoga first? Because so if you. Someone's
1: looking for yoga. Mm-hmm. in york maine it's almost my exact studio name now i didn't come up with the name either so
0: but you like it yeah i, like I actually it. you know what i had heard about your studio long before i knew you existed
1: yeah.
0: probably i'm guessing the original owners is when i right. first started hearing been about it for
1: 20 years now mm-hmm. so uh, ray and jeff opened it originally.
0: well i used to shop at daisy trading
1: yeah, we were right above. So was, we were right below that. So, so
0: I saw, I'm sure I saw it, mm-hmm. Ben. Mm-hmm. That's funny, isn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. It's very, funny.
0: Um, very so, funny. So we're not saying you have an anger problem.
1: I, I don't, well, see, this is why you wanted to do this episode. Yeah. You, just wanted, you just wanted to, to poke the bear. <laughs> There's no bear
0: poking. <laughs> no. Well, so I think this, this was decided from when he's, when you said I asked you why you took a certain medication and you said, because so I don't kill people. So I said, <laughs> Oh, do you have, do you have anger issues? Yes. And did, well, so the question is, did you always have them? Is it part of,
1: I think it's part of my after
0: effective PTSD.
1: I think it's kind of both. I think I've always been a angry, bear. aggressive, uh, angry person. Um,
0: well, let's go back.
1: Because when I was a kid, I used to...
0: Did you throw tantrums?
1: I don't know if I threw tantrums, but I was aggressive. Did you bite? No, I would punch.
0: <laughs> you would punch? Like, Enough. what's your earliest memory of punching?
1: Oh, I don't know. I remember... <laughs> it was Aaron or Neil. One of my brothers. We were, he was running around the basement. I, I don't even know. He was just playing. And it just pissed me off. <laughs> so I just... Clocked
0: him. You're the oldest.
1: Yes. Um, I want to say it was Aaron.
0: How old is Aaron? How Aaron's, much younger is he?
1: Aaron's about 19 months younger than I am.
0: So you just took him out. I did he fall? Did he fall down? It's yeah, not funny. he went and cried. Did you feel remorse?
1: Uh I don't think I did.
0: How old were you, do you think?
1: Oh god. I had to be I was not even ten.
0: No, so you were old enough to be like coherent that you were clocking your brother. Oh no,
1: I used to beat him up all the time.
0: So who is who is the heavy hand in your house for parenting? Like who was oh, it a dad, wait it was, till your father gets home or yeah, did your mom really take care himself. of business?
1: It was like now my mom had the wooden spoon. Oh come on. The Lushka. What? For real? Yeah. Absolutely. Santa Claus would bring her a new one every year.
0: Was it the threat of the wooden spoon? <coughs>
1: oh, no, it was used.
0: <clears throat> you it, you felt the wooden spoon? Oh, yeah, it'd
1: break. That's why I say Santa Claus would have to bring her a new one every year because at like the end of the year, it was always cracked and chipped. And...
0: Was it one of those things, don't make me get the spoon? Yeah,
1: the Lushka. The, the Lushka. was yeah, what it was called, was the Lushka.
0: In what language is that?
1: Uh Slovak. Or it could be a made-up word. There's <laughs> there a lot of made-up words. The Glazebrook I, Dictionary? Well, no, it wasn't even, it was more my mother and my grandmother, my baba. Uh, I didn't know, like, like they would use words like baitzo was egg. So I grew up thinking like, oh, baitzo means egg in Slovak. Mm-hmm. No, my grandmother just made up the word. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did she? Was she bilingual? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, she could speak. Or do me. you think like, did was she an adult when she came to the country?
1: Um no. No, she was a kid.
0: So she probably created her own language a little maybe, bit. Maybe I don't know, but, yeah. I just, but the, There's a lot of
1: language words that I thought were all Slovak, that are just made up. So, which I think is kind of funny.
0: Why do you think I'm going to poke the bear?
1: Because you like to poke the bear. No, I do. Not. Yes, you too. That's and, not true. Uh, so, I mean, so yeah, I mean so do I have an anger issue?
0: Well, so let's let's talk you through the years. So that's you're clocking your brothers before the age of 10. Yes. Did they ever pass out? Uh, no. No. Oh, so no. like, did you leave bruises, scars? Oh, yeah. Really?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Was it just a free-for-all brawl happening in the basement? Uh, um, did Well, did they ever punch back?
1: Not really, no, because usually it was like one and done. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, like, it's, it's always funny, like when, when you when you see the.
0: So so we have Ruby and Harry joining us this evening. Um,
1: so uh, there's probably a leaf falling outside, and uh, a squirrel in the vicinity.
0: They're very selective yes. over what they bark. Yes. About. Yes. Or what makes them
1: bark? But um. What was I going to say?
0: You were talking about your brothers. Did they fight back? Oh, uh, no,
1: no. So, like, well, that's why I always laugh about, like, the movies. Like, you see people fight in the movies. And, like, you know, someone hits somebody in the face, like, square. And then they just kind of, like, shake it off. Like, do you know, like. <laughs> if, I've never hit never someone hit in the in face. The face by no. all, like, you're probably not getting up. <laughs> I mean, um uh, I mean, maybe not so much kids, but, like, a grown man hitting, even, like, another grown man, like, you're probably not getting up. So
0: where do you aim when you hit someone in the face?
1: Um, well, it's more, about, it's more about the part of the fist you're using. This
0: is horrible.
1: So if you can, use the, yep. um, so if you take your right hand and flip the palm up, the part of the hand that's to the left, that meaty part if you can use that and you can, so even like if you punch like straight on, like you kind of like a classic punch, um, A, you got to have your thumb on the outside so you don't break your thumb. And then it, this is, it's going to hurt. You, I, mean, if you I know, but when can, you're,
0: when you're so, going in, are you going for the chin, the nose, the mouth, um,
1: usually underneath forehead? the forehead, underneath the chin, not the forehead. Cause that's like solid bone.
0: You know, I think this is a really good time um, to remind everyone you're a yoga Instructor well, and teacher, well, I, I, and you also train people to be teachers. Yes,
1: I, well, I was. I, I mean, in the army, you do learn hand-to-hand combat, and uh, there's certain ways you have to punch. So, like the hardest part of your body is like if you you take your again take your right hand. All right, that's enough. Come here. Come here. That's a good. Curl. Put it down.
0: Come go. <laughs> Spoke, spoke there. Come, go, dog.
1: <laughs> so, um, so if you take your right arm and you bend the elbow so the fist is up towards your ceiling, if you will, and you feel that part that's just above the elbow on your forearm, right there, mm-hmm. it's generally the hardest part of the body.
0: Really? Yes. Even on mine.
1: Yes. Even on yours. So if you hit somebody with that part of the body. Most likely that, that you're not going to be as hurt, and it's probably going to hurt them a lot more. So,
0: I'm in foreign territory. Like, where am I hitting? Who am I hitting with this?
1: You can hit anywhere. Well, I don't say, say anything. Anyway, I mean, so that's so it's so that inside of the palm, if you will, it's a nice, meaty part. The heel. Yeah, so, you kind of, if you, it's not even a punch, if you can kind of come at them sideways. Like a hook.
0: You look like you've done this before. I have. <laughs> this scares me. No, it doesn't scare me. I, I <clears throat> Well, know. see, I, I haven't
1: punched anybody in a long time. When's the last time? Uh, don't
0: give who or No, who no, I, was,
1: uh, I don't know the, the person's name. It was in Iraq. Um,
0: I was, so it was under service or yeah, in so service. Under service.
1: So we were uh, handing out um, backpacks, school backpacks to uh, two schools. Yeah. One was an all-girls school. And one was an all-boys school. They didn't have co-ed, co-ed schools. Uh, they were right across the street from each other. And uh, I went to the, so I had a what they call a civil affairs team with me. I had, so they, I was escorting them with my platoon. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went to the all-girls school first. And I think it was, I want to say January or February of 05. And so it was OIF-2. And uh, I don't
0: know what that means. Uh,
1: Operation Iraqi Freedom. Okay. Two. So the second second round, uh, it was downtown Baghdad. So we went to the so when uh, so the way it works in the military, so the civil affairs person in charge was a captain, an army captain. I was an army first lieutenant. So even though he outranked me, I had tactical control because I was the tactician on it. It was my platoon, that kind of thing. It was the area that I served. Uh, it was called Sheikh Janaid in uh, Baghdad, which is actually quite a nice area. Uh, as far as like, not getting shot at. But anyway, um, so we. I said where. So going it was to...
0: it was it was a nicer hood. Yes. You're saying?
1: Yeah. So like we had where our base was, we had kind of either side of the base. So the north side was uh, uh, Haifa Street area, which was horrible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then on the south side, you had Shakenade, which was pretty good. Uh, so anyway, so this area was in Shakenade. And uh, I briefed the uh, the civil Force affairs captain and said, listen, sir, said, oh, this is what we're going to do. So we got all these backpacks you want to bring to these kids, which is great. Uh, we're really all girls school first.
0: What were in these backpacks? Just oh, like
1: school supplies, stuff like that, you know. Um, so I said, you know, we're going to bring the backpacks of the, girl, the girls school first. Uh, one, because the girls school was much easier to control. Uh, the girls there were taught much more docile. Let's put it that way. And uh, also, uh, we had brought heaters to the schools a couple weeks before. Mm-hmm. And we got reports that the boys' school had all the heaters still in each room. The girls' school only had one heater left in the principal's office.
0: Oh, you're kidding.
1: Yeah. So I had to go verify that. So I said, you know, but I said, I have to go, we're going to hand out the backpacks and I have to go talk to the principal about this if it's true. Do not go to the boys' school without me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We agreed. Roger that. Moved out. Went to the girls' school, doing our thing. Hand out the backpacks. They loved them. They were smiling, how happy. Um, I got a little distracted because uh, they had actually, unfortunately, uh, a couple of girls lost their lives uh, about a week before uh, uh, the place was hit by mortar rounds. Uh, that was trying to hit. So not our, so safe. No, no, it's not so, but it was, they were trying to hit our base and they hit the schoolyard. So the way that both these schools were uh, designed was that there's a big open courtyard in the middle of the school and all the classrooms are on the outside, mm-hmm. if you will. <clears throat> so this, these mortars actually landed right in the schoolyard.
0: So why would they put a base in between two elementary
1: wasn't, well, schools? It wasn't, it's not like we say, Hey, we're going to put a base here. Or we make a base. It was the old Baghdad airport. So, we, it was already so when kind of, you
0: say in between, you're not like you can't you see the buildings or like no 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 we were no so in.
1: it's we were walled in so it was a we had a big section of downtown Baghdad okay kind of cordoned off. The reason they used it as a base was, it was already walled off. It was easy to set up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like you have time to go. Hey, let's just set up here. Like it's just, that's not how it works. So anyway, so uh, I said okay. Before we go talk to the, uh, uh, the principal, Thanks, I need to go look at the where the rounds landed. They make little craters. And I can use some uh, mathematics and geometry to kind of maybe see where it came from. So Mm -hmm. basically a back azimuth to kind of like where, because you can see like the angle it comes in on with it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it had been too long. I really couldn't get a really good one. But anyway, so I said, all right, let's go talk to the principal. And I went to talk to the principal and I noticed the civil affairs person wasn't there. So I talked to one of my NCOs and I said, hey, go find out where they're at. Let me talk to the principal because there were no heaters in the school. There was one in her office. And I know where the rest of them were. They were in our house. And she was selling them for money. But I had to kind of put the hammer down and go. You hit her? No. God, no. But, like, I had to let her know, like, listen, I know where you live. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to come back here in a few days. And if there's not heaters in those classrooms, come to your house. I I don't even know
0: what to say.
1: So, well, it's, it was, Let do you want me to break down in your house? I mean, just. It's war. War, yeah. So but what happened was, you know, my NCO came at sir. They went across the street. Oh, shit. Little boys, well, in that school. So the school was mostly young girls. It probably went up through high school, but it was hard to see some of their ages just because the nutrition requirements over there are different. So you can have a girl that's, or a kid that. Uh, looks much younger than they actually are, mm-hmm. just because they don't grow as quick. It's just, it's just different. And um, <clears throat> so, so, oh god. So little boys uh, in a lot of places over there, they're taught that they can do do whatever the hell they want. They're kind of, you know, you are the king. Of shit, you can do what you want.
0: That's how they're raised.
1: Yeah, a lot. Of them. I'm not gonna say all of them, but they're uh, the vast majority. At least when I was there, and that was my experience. So they went over there and they started handing out the backpacks. The reason I didn't want them to do that, because what I was going to do was was put my soldiers in a kind of a box in that open area so that the kids would stay in their classrooms. Mm -hmm. We went to each classroom and handed out the backpacks. Right. Well, they just went in and they went to the first classroom. Chaos is about to ensue. So I got over there. Kids are already starting to come out of the classrooms and start bull rushing that one classroom. You're talking hundreds of kids. Hundreds. And the, the last thing you want is this kid, you know, they, you know, 40 of them bull rush one of my soldiers, he falls down, they grab his rifle, bad things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I literally sprinted over there. As the kids started coming out the, the rooms, I got in front of the doorway. There was well, there's no door, but it's just an open doorway mm-hmm. into the classroom. They were handing out the backpacks and, and the first kid came running right at me and I just cocked my arm back punched him right in the chest and he fell right back and the rest of them stopped. And then I just turned to the civil affair guys. I said, you have all the backpacks in here. Yeah. Leave them. We're going because I can only hold them back for so long. There's about 25 of us. There's probably 600 of them. And it didn't feel like shooting any children that day. So let's, uh, let's get out of here. And that's what we did, but that's the last time I had to punch him. I just punched him right in the chest, and he just fell down.
0: That's like
1: uh... man, knocked the wind out of him. You know, but he was an older kid.
0: Yeah. So when you say kid, you know we're we're talking. There's no visual, so you I'm picturing a six year old.
1: No. As you're telling no, this kid story, was probably high school age. He was probably high school age. He was. He was bigger.
0: This is when. This is when I realized, like, we are from two different worlds. You and I. Yeah. I'm no. I'm not. No, I'm sitting here and just have no conception of right. what it is. You know, I had a brother and a sister that were military. My dad was military, but not for any extended period of time, and not when I was old enough to remember, obviously. And it's just, it's so
1: I mean, we, we foreign reporter, to me. We had a reporter with us from the Dallas Morning News.
0: Did he get a good story well, on she you? She got a very good story.
1: A good scoop. Yeah, <laughs> it was in the Dallas Morning News that year. I don't know when, but it was because they were pelting the the, the Humvees as we drove away with rocks.
0: Did she? Did your punch land in the story?
1: I don't know if it did or not. I can't remember.
0: Um. So. Is that you know? That's a punch, but is that that's not anger management? That's almost no, like no. that's a reaction in the moment.
1: No, I think anger management uh, or anger in. Uh, so if we talk about like an adult sense, right? So not a kid having a temper tantrum. Kids, I mean, at least when I was growing up with boys, you get in fights. That's what you do.
0: Well, like anger is a is an emotion, right? Like right. So, so it's a quick reaction. It's or well, anything physical within anger is just a quick
1: Well I know when I get angry, so there's certain things that trigger me, if you will, I see red. Like I can literally feel myself get hot. And I just stop thinking. That you do, you stop thinking
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you get mad. And it's for I know, you know, I've always been kind of one of the, like I, I joke around, but it's yeah, I'm true. It's true. I'm always angry at some level, always. It's just the way I'm built. But I'm able to manage it. I don't act on it. It's kind of like when we're talking about the PTSD stuff. So when what happened with for me for PTSD and anger was that it enhanced it. So where, you know. When I was a young adult, before I had PTSD, I'd be angry and stuff like that, but it was kind of like in a typical, I don't know, you know, young male, I angry at stuff and don't understand stuff, get pissed off at stuff, but it wasn't always, you know, I, I wasn't lashing out and beating up people or anything like that. Um, after Iraq, I think what happened, and this is just my assessment, is that that got turned up a few dials and to the point where now if I get, so when you're, if you look at it from a car, if I'm always angry and I'm idling at 20 miles per hour, that's my anger level. Well, now I'm always idling at 50. Mm -hmm. So if I get angry from there before, where I went from 20 to 50, now I'm going from 50 to 80. So, and that's, that's to me, that's where you have to learn how to, because now it is, it's not just a, a burning sensation in the body. You go, okay, I'm not going to do this, where it starts to become uncontrollable, where you can start to go, okay, I, I might start taking some action here, or I might react in some way. Uh, that is.
0: Do you think that, like when, is that. Is that going through your mind? Like, are you moving through the process of like, are you consciously moving through the process? No, when I first got out, no, it would just happen. And it it was almost like an afterthought. I would see red
1: right away. Mm -hmm. I would just go after him. Road rage. You know, you talk about it. I would just go right after it. Um, You know, to like, let's fight, let's do it. Let's, Let's, I'm all about it. Let's go, you know, or, you know, just, you know, being belligerent. Um, but now where, you know, with yoga and some medical help, it is my idol is lower, but it's still there. It's always there. I can feel it. You know, I always feel like it's right behind the eyes. I always felt like that's where I feel. I can feel it. It's right there. It's always there. But I have better ability to control it because I'm just one of those people of the belief that it's okay to get mad. If something is
0: is mad the same as angry um, or is it is it the? predecessor? I, I,
1: I think so um,
0: well let's you know you can get upset right then you get mad
1: right and then you get angry maybe I, I think that it's one of those things that you know I, I think at least in our society and in, in my opinion is that you know we're always trying to push to be docile and like I don't think that's necessarily good either. We shouldn't just be docile all the time. If there's something worth fighting for, if there's something that can, like, I think most people can look at you and go, "I understand why that would make you mad or angry. I get that." Then be angry or mad. Maybe it's justified. Now, it, how far you take that is the question. I mean, so like, well, being
0: angry and then acting out on anger right, are two different things, right?
1: Exactly. So, like, if you're going to go hit somebody or hurt somebody, well, that's a different. What's that's against the law. Right. It, it can it, it can be okay to go, you know what? Like, hey, that's not okay, man. You know, and maybe even raise your voice or, you know, shout or whatever it is. I, I think that's okay to stand up for yourself. What
0: about, so <clears throat> what about harming property? Even no, if you it's your own, even you, if it's like. If
1: it's your own and it's, I mean, that's relative. So like if I was around kids, I wouldn't want to do that. I wouldn't want to scare kids or dogs or dogs or anything like that. Like I feel bad if I get mad and I scare them, scare Harry. I feel horrible. You know, I have to tell him to come back because he's skittish. He's,
0: he's very you know, skittish. Because
1: I, I get like like something that triggers me is like inanimate objects, like computers. Oh my god! Just do what the hell you're supposed to be doing. Why are you not working? Tell me your top three triggers. Oh god! So definitely inanimate objects, like computers. Like sometimes I just want to throw those things through the window. Like just get, just. Annoys the hell out of me. Um, bullying. I don't. I should. Well, not even bullying. I should. I don't like to be talked down to. Uh, that will trigger Which me.
0: that one I want to poke the bear on. Yeah. So <laughs> I, really... I
1: don't like to be talked.
0: However, down. you love talking down to people. Yes, I do. But, but you cover no, up by well, yes no. Well,
1: let, let, let's let's caveat that though. So, However, can I finish? It will, it, go ahead, finish, please
0: you you will we'll only use you and I right like I can't I can't speak for how other people feel but you you make a sport (laughs) and if I didn't have self-esteem maybe it would be different but like you make a sport out of um reminding me (laughs) of certain things yeah, but or pointing out the obvious.
1: But I wouldn't, it's not done out of anger. And I wouldn't, no, I didn't and, say it and, was. And I wouldn't do that if I but knew. But it's talking down. I wouldn't do it if I understood that you were taking it seriously. So if I knew that was hurting you,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I would not do that.
0: No, we treat, and honestly, we you and I treat it more like a sport. Right, I, With I tally marks, which is probably not very grown
1: up. Maybe not, but I wouldn't do that if I knew if it like it honestly hurt you. So, like something, you know, I think our society needs to work through is you know the that idea of cancel culture and of being offended and all that stuff. Like I'm, I'm of I'm of the thought process that you know the person that's being offended, it's on them. However, not that it became, not that it's not justified. I mean, sometimes it's blatant, like, you know, like it's just obvious, like that's offensive, but it is on that person still. Now that's where I think that we have to look at it as anger or being mad and say that it's okay to be mad. It's okay to have anger, but you have to understand how far to release it in a healthy way.
0: It's just very interesting to me that number two is bullying for you that you get that's a trigger for you to become angry when
1: well if you're very it's, like a, it's a belittling thing so like if mm-hmm. i have friends and we can talk trash all day and you're a very
0: good trash talker
1: and belittle each other all day but they're my friends it's kind of like I, I wrote about my aunt lita before and like you know and i love the way she puts it like in the family, we can talk shit about you all day, but if somebody else does, whoa, whoa, you're
0: saying talk shit about each family member yeah. to each other,
1: right? To each other. Like, no, I think we'll that's give, we'll pretty. Give, like, we'll, we'll give each other grief. Right. We'll give it like, what are you doing? Like, but I mean, to the point where, but if somebody else does it, like that's outside of that. Like, well, who the hell are you? You know, uh, I think that that's where that it comes down to. It has to be on that individual. If they become offended,
0: well, here here's my only thing with this, and you're probably gonna, no, I don't know what you're gonna do, but like, and we've talked about this before, is that, you know, there's a lot of assumptions being made Mm -hmm. that you know if you, if there's a person of a different ethnicity and he's a minority where he lives, you know, like or a woman, like they can become the brunt of friendly jokes. In their yes, groups, right, and and they kind of, and I, and I'm not saying it, they kind of grin and bear it, I, I, and I who's think, to say well, if that bothers I, I them? I think, I think,
1: even ten years ago it was different. I think today's a little different. Where even ten years ago, I think, yeah, it, it was probably safer for them to grin and bear it, but today, they should stand up and say, listen. I understand you're joking. I understand you're not being serious, but I don't like that. And I think anybody would be like, oh, like if they were their friend or someone that loved them, they'd be like, oh, I apologize. I didn't realize that. I didn't understand that was offensive to you. Now I do. I won't do it again. Sure.
0: But the only thing that gets murky for me is when your argument that if you're offended, it's on you. Well, it is. So that gives. So, are you saying that everyone has carte blanche to say no. whatever they want, no, there's, there's to certain, whoever they
1: want? There's certain societal norms that everybody knows.
0: And mm, then, I disagree. Well,
1: I, let's put it this way, the vast should majority, know the vast majority of people know. I mean that you know you don't talk to certain people. It's, it's kind of like you know respect your elders type thing. Like like those little isms. That you know that come down the pipe, like you know. Oh, did you read
0: my yes, I read my post article.
1: today. Yes, but where there's certain ways to behave, and that people can make mistakes, they can say things out of context where, or they think it means one thing and it really means another to another mm-hmm. person. And but that's where we have to have, you know, if if I said something that. I wasn't aware it was offensive to somebody. And that person doesn't tell me, how will I know? Like, maybe I'm just stupid about it. I mean, and it's possible, I'm just ignorant to to that. And- Have you
0: ever heard the expression or or the saying that, you know, you're raised by your parents and that they could really have messed you up, right? Like- of we, we all get messed up by our parents. I've messed up my children in yeah, certain every, ways. Yeah, every,
1: every parent damages the child.
0: But, however, when an individual turns 18 or becomes an adult, the onus changes hands from the parent's responsibility to the individual's well, at responsibility. Some point it does, right? So, you know what, this is a whole other topic. This is almost <laughs> like bullying. Could be well, a show.
1: maybe that's what this is. But I think that, you know, we talk about being offended because – the, the reason why it's on the individual because is you can be offended by things that most people are not offended by. Or it, it's I think it's become a way of shutting down a conversation instead of having one. So it's easy to say, well, you're X, Y, or Z, so I'm not going to talk to you anymore because I find everything you say is offensive. Well, we can't do that. And then we don't have a conversation. And we can't grow because of that. Because maybe even the person that's being offended, maybe they need to grow. Maybe they need, like, you know, like... Everybody needs to grow. Like, like good luck going out in society and trying to get a job and never being offended.
0: No, I mean, here's the point. We all need to grow. We all need to... It's a a constant expansion. If it's not, it's a stalemate, right? Right. Like, you're just dead in your tracks. But all of this is up for discussion. You know, there are all these ideas out there about what is the norm of society when you know and that's ever changing right as we evolve right as a as a culture or consciousness like we nothing is set in stone and even yeah, of course everything's um, mm-hmm. evolving so then you know i guess I, I do like what you're saying that to be open to conversation and consideration Instead of, but if we bring back anger into the topic, sometimes if you get triggered and you're seeing red and you want to throw a punch, how do you move through that? What if there's an idiot in front of you, like belittling you?
1: Well, so you have a choice at that point, right? So So what do you do? I've I've been in situations where I started to see red because someone was belittling me. And I could feel it burning in me. Like, I wanted to. Did ring... you stick
0: around and open up the conversation? Oh, I
1: told him it was not okay. <laughs> but, but, but you also have to tell him. But you shut like, it down. Well, well, I shut it down. But, like, so I'll tell like, like, I was in a situation where this person was questioning me in a way that, like, it was very belittling.
0: Was it professional? No. Social?
1: It was, it was, well, I was in a job interview. How old were you? Uh, Had you
0: been in our had you been a soldier. Yeah. So I was so I So you were done with the war.
1: So I was interviewing for a job in downtown Boston Mm
0: -hmm.
1: for the head of security for a very high end hotel in the financial district. The kind of hotel that like people don't stay there for like two nights or three nights.
0: They They live live there, there. yeah.
1: So I was in this job interview and They were talking to me, and they, you know, obviously they knew my brat background, and uh, they started talking about me, like saying, "You know, you have to be nice to people." <laughs> and like, well, yeah, okay, yeah, of course I gotta be nice to people. Like, you can't just, you know, military bulldoze them. I'm like, what?
0: Do you think that was about you specifically, was or was specifically? it a stereotype no, it was, about well, it military? Was,
1: it was probably a little bit of both. Yeah. But and I was like, okay, and then. But they started like, like you Did know, you like,
0: go in in your uniform? No, no, no. I was in suit and tie.
1: I was out of the army, and uh, I was like, um, so eventually, I, I kind of said, I, I asked, I stopped the interview. I said, "Can I ask a question real quick?" And they said, "Sure." I said, "Do you have a problem with the military or veterans?" And he went, "What?" I said, "Do you have a problem with the military or veterans? Because if you do, I'll leave right now because I'm wasting my time." I said, just because I was in the military does not mean I'm going to be aggressive or hurt people out of the norm. Mm-hmm. Which, and then he kind of got taken aback and offended because he's like, no, I'm not. So I says, okay, so this line of questioning is making me think that. So- yeah,
0: well, I think, you know, recently I was put in a situation where someone was talking down to me and you know, for the first time in my life it was a it was a male mm-hmm. and you know I said to them, I said, you know, if if you and I are here for you to simply belittle me and make me feel less, I'm I'm just gonna leave now. Yeah. If you wanna have an open discussion or dialogue about what happened or you know, what we can both learn from this. Great. I would love to sit here and do that. But I'm
1: not going to sit here and but let have you But just... for the
0: first time in my life, I said, I'm not going Good to allow me. you to... And it was... You know what? and
1: But, we're... but th- that takes some sort of anger in you. that it's a, It has to come up from somewhere that, like, mm. hey, you're crossing a boundary.
0: Would you... Yeah, but so this is... So you and I, you always say we're the We are not the same person. <laughs> like... <laughs> And as more and more people are like listening to this and like approaching us, and I have some funny stories about the store, but like we, we are different. Of course. 100%. Right. Would you, how many times have you seen me angry or agitated? Not many. It it rarely happens. I can definitely
1: count on one hand.
0: And it was a very intense, yes. I don't know what you're talking about. When was it? Uh, was it during the move?
1: Probably. Oh. Yeah. How many times have you seen me angry?
0: Well, how long have we known we've known each other <laughs> since March, right? Like to be honest since yeah. we first met each other yeah. in person. Yeah. So March, what is it now? It's almost so yeah. March, it's April, October. May, June, July. So seven months. Seven months I've known you. Yeah. Do you want me to be honest?
1: Yeah.
0: And just casual okay, but backstory on this, I grew up in anger. Like my dad would put his fist through walls, right. furniture would go whizzing through past my head. Like right. I saw Things happen that shouldn't happen. Yeah. So this is kind of like from my childhood. It's my norm. But since I left my parents' house, I did everything and anything to not be near anger. Right. Any type of anger. Mm -hmm. And what would I do? I would run. Right. I just I go away. Been there, done that. I just don't have anything inside of me that thinks that there's anything normal or necessary about it. Mm. Right? Like, so, and remember, I said, you're kind of like the first masculine man. <laughs> and that's not derogatory, but like, you are. It's not. I
1: don't think like it is derogatory. Not enough. to
0: you or to the other men that I've been. I don't know. But you know what I'm saying? I'm not being derogatory. Yeah, I'm just saying, you are true. the first, since my dad and my brother, you are the first. Obviously, masculine like alpha male. Alpha, yes, perfect alpha male. So the first time I saw you angry was with the dogs, <laughs> and that came pretty quick. That was like right before our first podcast, and it's not. It definitely put me on alert, like because there there were a lot of the same tones that I remembered. Yeah. The way that your body tightened up, mm-hmm. the way that even do you know when someone gets really angry, their pupil changes. Yeah, right. So that's. I don't know, I was not looking at you at that point. So because I get I
1: get very sharp and I get very focused on whatever is drawing my anger.
0: So I think so as we become we get to know each other more and we're friends and we have more time that we spend together outside of the podcast. I, I'm gonna say we're nearing ten times that it's been like you said, computers. Oh yeah voicemail Uh, trying uh, to get through to live people on the phone things that like to other people you you know it's just like a thorn in your side like really i have to deal with this today yeah and i think what i'm learning from your anger do i feel afraid of you No, like does it remind me of what it was like when i was near that all the time.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. So that, I mean, that triggers me to be in a state of heightened alertness. And then it's, then it's like a process in my head kind of having to say, okay, this is Dave Glazebrook, the yoga teacher, right? (laughs) Like he has methods and techniques and like, and then inevitably you look over at me and kind of like, it seems like you put everything back in place that oh I might be in a heightened state yes. and be- you t- and I can see you like bringing yourself down. I will bring my whole and I'll like There's just- only been one time that I was like do I do I just leave, yeah. right? And it wasn't it was not it's never been directed at me, but it honestly it's way too familiar.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, for anger, you know, when when I'd lost my business, my, I'm going to call it my good one, but the one that had the most traction, the manufacturing company that went international. Yeah. When I lost that, it was also at the time of the recession, became a single mom again. It was just, everything was just happening, whether it was through my choices or through external things that I didn't have any control over. It was just all happening at once. And it was a time that I had to work three jobs. Mm -hmm. It was was crazy. Like I I had to lean on Aaron. He, you know, one of my jobs, I was working the, I think it's called the third shift when you go in at 10 Mm p.m. And you work till five. Yeah. I was working. I told you this. I was working at um, Toys R Us. Oh, that's right. During the Christmas season. Yeah. And I was stocking dolls at two o'clock in the morning in that aisle, and I'd go by, and they would go, mama. (laughs) They would just be, but I'm just saying, while I was working other jobs. And the other job that I had, I started out because of the recession, even though with my background of starting businesses, working in technology, working in business development, all this stuff that I had, I had enough notoriety from the business that I just started and lost that I'd go to an interview where there were like fifty other people, and they say, "You know, you you really kind of have that entrepreneurial spirit. We're just a little hesitant to hire you because you're going to find something better, or you're going to start your own business." And I'm like, "Look, I just want to feed my kids. Yeah, yeah. I just want to pay." Worst, we were talking about heat today. To not
1: hire someone. Ever. You're
0: going to work really hard you're and then be leave. Really good at this job and <laughs> No, but I heard that over and over. So in the meantime, I had to put gas in my car. I had to feed the kids, pay rent. So I was working three jobs, but one of them was a substitute teacher. And then that turned into an ed tech, which is, um, I don't know what it's called in New Hampshire and Massachusetts. It's like a one-on-one with behavioral kids. But inevitably, I always got placed with the kiddos at elementary level that were The extreme cases, you know, failure to attach as babies, um, nonverbal, the kids that would were runners, if they got triggered, they would run from the school. Like, Mm -hmm. but with all of that said, the thing that people would keep coming up to me and say would be like, how do you stay so calm? Like, scared the shit out of me, what was happening? Like, and I look over and you're just calm. And I think you know, I've never been the one that, that gets angry easy. Like it takes, a, I, I, have gotten angry in my life, scary angry, but it takes a lot to get me there. And I could probably count on one hand the times that it's happened. But I think my familiarity with it, like when the child's eyes would dilate and it would just be this tiny black mm-hmm. pupil, or I could, I could, had such a heightened awareness of body language like, and I was so tuned in and able to um, not predict but just see triggers just mm-hmm. and just it didn't i I was so familiar with it with that when the children would go into it, I just
1: you could recognize it and I pray. didn't
0: shut. I didn't. Sh- it's not like I couldn't believe it was real. I yeah. knew how real it was, right. and I knew where it would lead.
1: Well, so you have a lot of experience. with I them.
0: had. I was very experienced. Yeah. So that became my job for five years. One of them.
1: Right. Well, I think that you know, as we get older, and hopefully we we mature. Like I know for me now, like yeah, besides the in and out of objects, I mean, I, I really don't get that angry very often.
0: You like with me, because we banter. Yeah, and we—you're probably the person that I've had the most conversations with about the most topics, and I would say 60-40, We don't agree. Yeah, and well, to some extent, there's a
1: difference between passion and anger, right?
0: No, so, I'm going to say you don't get angry.
1: No, so so, so we can be passionate. You're about
0: very something. good. You're a very good diplomat when it comes to talking about current events or right. policies or
1: political beliefs. Well, I, I come from it in the sense I don't know everything. Neither and, do I. And, and, and no. And I have a perspective, which is valid because it's my perspective, right? It's my life, how I lived and how I grew up and how I learned and things I've done and experienced and had things done to me. I have a perspective.
0: But and it's, just,
1: it's, just, it's just as valid as anybody else's.
0: But where your dip- diplomacy comes in, yeah. <laughs> the art of Dave, this is what I'm going to say. You will return. I'm trying to think of the latest one. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> There's so many. Like we'll just we get in these random conversations. Like bullying was one the other day. Yeah, we're talking, talking about, bullying. about bullying. So this is how this is how you go. So like you listen to me. You're a phenomenal listener. Damn right. Eye contact, body language. Mm-hmm. You're like straight on, mm-hmm. engaged, and I love that because it's like the art of war, right? Yes. Like we're both. We're both in the ring. Right. And then, how I know you're listening is because, in some sort or fashion, you repeat back or regurgitate what I just said in your own words, and you'll use specific words, keywords for my phrasing. And then, then it always lands, and you say, however. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, you're setting me up to say, oh my gosh, we might actually. Line up on this issue and then you pivot. You always freaking pivot with however or but.
1: When you're having difficult conversations and you might feel yourself getting a little heated or passionate about something, and that's okay, I think it's good to A, make sure you're listening to the other person. One way to do that is repeat what they've said. So A, they know you're listening, B, you ensure that you heard them correctly. And then you can come with your point. And then counseling.
0: you come with your right jab. Yeah, exactly. And cross the chin with exactly. the fleshy part of your hand. I mean, I, you know,
1: it's it just because, you know, like there's, what do they call them now? Microaggressions? Like I just. Everything's I just, micro now. Yeah. I just. Micro. I really feel I talk like we, we've tried to like, for lack of a better term, like neuter our society in a sense what?
0: no come on well, no, i mean that's kind of like
1: it's it just don't
0: it, if you if you say the word snowflake next no I'm just no like, no oh no my no. god be so,
1: because I, I i don't if someone's offended by something or gets angry about something there's a reason behind it and whether i think that's a valid reason or not is
0: but is, see is, therein is, lies the problem yeah. whoever is saying it or doing it they typically don't believe there's a problem with what they're saying or
1: doing. Well, but this, this is what I'm saying: is, is, you know, if someone's offended by it, you know, I, I might think it's a silly reason to be offended by it. But it's at that point, my my perception is is irrelevant because they are very much offended by it for yeah, whatever reason. Yeah, but
0: where is. do you draw the line? So if right. someone that is well, estranged from me in a professional situation comments on my nylons, yeah, is right. that offensive? I would say so, but just because you say so, like, but that's, but at but the, the same but, breath, yeah, you're saying say whoever so. gets offended, it's on them. But it is. So it's on me that he's commenting about my yes. nylons.
1: Yes, it is because maybe he, maybe he's coming at it from a genuine place. Oh come point. on. Well, but but you're assuming at that point. But that's where like and like and that's what people understand. Like like we live in a society. It's it's a free society. So what if that...
0: what if someone's commenting on my ignorance about a topic in my profession?
1: Well, how are they stating it? Well, I don't know. So, you know, Jen, uh, how much experience do you have with this?
0: You don't really. What if they say you have no idea what you're doing? Do you? Well, that's in offensive. my business. Oh, to me, that's in offensive. my. If they come into yes, my business yes, yes. and they look at how I've displayed things or yes. merchandised, and they come over and they say, "You know what? You apparently have no idea what you're doing."
1: I would. I would expect is you that to offensive. Find... Do, you can answer that would you find that offensive i
0: think it's i
1: think would you find that offensive if someone came into your business and said that?
0: i personally would find it funny uh,
1: okay then, <laughs> then you're not finding <laughs> but, it offensive
0: but however however how <laughs> who determines because you what, do no it's not because no, there has to be okay, a collective so, agreement so
1: no there does not
0: societal norms there has there to societal be societal
1: norms that people I think
0: or else how do
1: you register
0: yourself right, along right. what's okay and what's not because that dial has changed since we were kids well, it's, and it's, it continues well, to dial what's accepted it, it, and what's, it, it, what's
1: offensive and what's not I don't know if the dials got, it's changed so things that you know when we were growing up
0: we cannot we, say now no we
1: might not, and, we've and, already talked and about this and that's okay it's, it's, it's kind of like I always, but who has,
0: determined that
1: Yeah, it's, it's kind of like I was just talking to my dad about this you know um, they're looking at uh, renaming some of the military bases down in the South, like Fort Hood or uh, Fort Bragg and stuff like that. And like, so when I was stationed at both those bases, it was no big deal. They're what did named- your dad say? What was his opinion? They're named after Confederate generals. Now, when they named these bases...
0: In a Civil War.
1: In a Civil War. So they were Confederate generals, the side that lost. Now... So when they named these bases, the idea was, right, wrong, or different, doesn't matter, because they were named this. That it was tried to include the South and their history to bring the country together. I think it was probably, that's kind of bullshit. But it doesn't matter what I think right now, because they were named that, right? So let's fast forward to 2022. I can see where people are getting more of a voice that did not have a voice set before. Are they able to stand up and say, "You know what? I, I don't. I, I really have a problem of the United States, this country that." Well, one person I'm a, I'm a can't stand of. up and
0: say that. Well, like no, a collective but, but, well, agency well, um, has to.
1: Well, collective people have to stand up and are saying that's offensive now, and that's okay. It changes. It's like uh, the uh, the the Washington Redskins.
0: Ste- you were going to say red stinks. It,
1: it stinks. Skins, you know, from you know. When they made... Wait, wait,
0: go back, because without just stuff that I've learned is that you're not one political camp in your family. No, no. Which is interesting. And I actually I think that's very. No, my dad agreed
1: with it. He was very much like, yeah, they should rename those bases. I think they should rename them, too. It's, you know, why? It's 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 a name. Um, The Washington Redskins. I mean, there was a big stink about that. I'm hearing about it back in the, the uh, early 90s. Uh, about like, well, we should, you know, like, it's offensive. And like, let's say back when the the Washington Redskins were named in 1910, they meant it as a compliment. Let's just say they did. I don't know. Maybe they did. But, well, there's
0: also, there's, there's something called ignorance, well, right? Well, right.
1: It's, Which so, we all suffer right. from. But in 2022, it's definitely not a compliment. It's extremely offensive. And they did the right thing. They said, we're going to change the name. Good.
0: But again like right and wrong I'm just saying someone has to not someone or a group has
1: to Stand
0: set up that and say, that's standard
1: not and that's fine and but but that's okay even
0: when Anna comes home from college on the west coast their standards for what's right and wrong are so ahead of where our standards in New England are right. and it's always you know Anna being there full time, living and going to school there, and then comes home and hears, you know, her family or her friends yes. or, yes. and yes. she's abhorred. What? I mean, and then it's, we're kind of like, you know, which?
1: But that's that's okay if she comes and says, you know what. We're not supposed to use the. But you
0: know, who's whatever. and I'm not saying yes or no. I'm just I'm just saying who's the we're and who moves that dial. I think society as a whole does.
1: Which
0: is which is a good thing. Which is a good thing because we want to be moving forward.
1: That, like that's not appropriate anymore. It's kind of like you're saying that the Washington Redskins for a hundred years was fine, and then now it's not fine, and that's okay. Our society at some point the majority shifted and said mm. no, mm-hmm. and that's fine. And, they got angry, and, and you know, hundred years from now, it will be completely different. It will be something different, like where if we went fast forward from now to the future,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they they'd be like, you know, who knows? Like you guys didn't let dogs vote. What? No, come on. But no, but you, but you but, know what? So you, if what, you well, look, I'm just, I'm just trying to make an extreme example. That like, well, that's a never example. Well, well, no, what I'm saying is is. It's something that we wouldn't even think of or contemplate as being wrong. Well, well, if no,
0: you like even even we raise the legal age to smoke cigarettes to 21. Yeah. Do you think in the 1950s that would ever like no. you have people going off to war at age 18? Yeah. Well, we, right? also, like, we also
1: had to. Yeah, well, it, no, it's, say it. it. What? No, no, it's, it's going to change. Things change and that's OK. Yeah, but gonna what change. were
0: you going to say? No, I don't even know. Yes, she did. Because mm-hmm. one person that came into the store, she it was um, she was quiet, and it, we had a great conversation. And she came to the counter, and she goes, "I have to tell you that I've been listening to the podcast." Like she was admitting it, yeah. and I, and then I was like, like was "Oh secret. my, yeah, like it's a secret." And I said, oh, yeah, "What did you think?" And she goes, "Well, you know, it was really good." And She goes, "But it's a little dry." <laughs> so like, I think. If if we feel... Like, here's the thing. Like, if we're going to say something, I don't think we should hold back. I feel like... No, we shouldn't. Because if we're holding back, then we're not... But then
1: you have to risk offending other people.
0: But you said... It's on the person getting offended. It it's is. not on the person saying anything. That's what I'm
1: saying. That's why you're risking it. But if
0: it. I do offend someone with and it wasn't intentional, I'll be the first one to apologize. Yeah, and that's, and that's but if you're not right? sharing and saying what's on your mind right. and your heart, how are you gonna learn
1: that's that that's, something's so and not right? And not to mention, so if you even go deeper into like conversations just about anything, we want to do a podcast about this kind of stuff anyway. People
0: like, got angry when we did gender roles. Right.
1: I know. Angry. Angry.
0: Angry. My camp was so angry at you. See? In your camp, you read me some of the text you got <laughs> about me. Yeah. I mean it just But why? But, why why did that well, elicit cause, cause, anger? Well, I think
1: because people take a personal affront to things. So if I'm offended by something and I understand it's on me that I'm offended.
0: No, nobody yeah. was understanding but, that.
1: But, but, That doesn't mean I'm wrong, but I also don't have to take it personally. So something that we've so like this is what like we go back to kind of anger. I know that if it doesn't cross a boundary for me, I'm probably not going to care, or I'm not going to get angry about it. I might get passionate about it, but I'm not going to get angry about it. So. If we were having, like, so you see it all the time on TV and in media and everywhere else where, like, oh, God forbid you try to have a political conversation on Facebook or something. Good luck. Or you even talked about it when um, you were a state rep. And, like, some of the things people said about you, like, just. Yeah, let's not bring that. Well, I'm just saying, like, that's horrible. Well, people
0: in the community would say it on Facebook and then come into the store. store,
1: like and, And, like, nothing happened. You know, like there's consequences for p- people's actions. So even though it might be on that person that's offended, the person that said it might have to deal with the consequence of saying it still. And, but we have to be open to having those conversations that are passionate and walk away disagreeing. But
0: if if it's same- a conversation, it, but here's what's happening in the political world. It's not a conversation. It's, it's it's getting to that place where they're proclaiming or we're proclaiming we're right. They're right. Well, we're it, wrong. It's, and then it, 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 it's no not, room for, it's not giving and receiving.
1: There's no, so the, um, so great. Book. It's
0: hurling like, um, what's the opposite of compliments? Insults. What? i'm I'm losing brain cells, and I don't even mm. do drugs. But, like, <laughs> it's hurling insult after insult after just insult, and it's chipping away someone's credibility, right? right? I, I just, someone's persona, and,
1: and there's no room for compromise. And it's, they don't
0: and you know, being naive when I first went in, I would reach out to some of these people behind the scenes and say, "Hey, you know, I see that this upset you." Do you want to schedule a time to get together and talk about this? And more than once they'd come back, why would you ever want to come come talk to me? What what's your ulterior motive? Yeah, right, yeah. And so it was like at a certain point you make the decision and realize, okay, you've just landed you're not in Kansas anymore, right? right? You're not in Kansas anymore. The same rules it's don't apply. So, I mean,
1: it's and makes, it's a different dimension. Like we're talking about anger. They're, they're Angry,
0: but also lately in the store there have been some great conversations, and um, it's come up more than once that you know we're taught not to talk about politics or religion. Yeah, true. For cent, uh, centuries, mm-hmm. generation after generation right. after generation, we don't talk about politics. We right. don't talk about a religion. Right. What are two probably the most impactful topics on each individual's life? Politics and religion. Spirituality. Yeah. Religion. Right. And politics governing one's own, in some cases, body now and
1: big conversations,
0: huge conversations. And And if people aren't discussing them and disagreeing, then where do we become astute in knowing how to carry a conversation without rage ensuing or anger or
1: shutting down? And that's why I think, you know, people take things so personally and it's, it doesn't have to be a personal attack if someone disagrees with you. And what happens is when you get mad, like I feel it too.
0: You I get see. mad on the podcast sometimes. Oh, I
1: don't get mad; I get passionate.
0: My sister and, says you get, <laughs> you get irritated. She's like, <laughs> "I like, might get irritated." Well, like you, irritated you wound might him might up a bit last time. I, I
1: don't think it would be mad, but I mean, you know, that's where you know. So if what I see is that people are getting mad and they're seeing red. So instead of having the conversation, they attack. So, yeah, it, so they do. what happens is if I say something that offends somebody for some reason, and it's a political nature or whatever, just an idea I have.
0: Or you know what? And, 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 it's not and, even offense. It's and, like if you set someone off, right? Yeah. yeah. And unintentionally. Instead
1: of, of, instead of saying, Dave, hey, you crossed the boundary, or I disagree, or can we change the subject, or you know, whatever it is. Instead of doing that, they go on the attack and they start calling you names.
0: And that's one of your and, triggers.
1: And then, well, then I'm going to get pissed because you just, you know, because that's offensive to me. And then next thing you know, I'm hurling insults. They're hurling. And then we kind of have to go, you know, if we ever did calm down, we go, what were we talking about before we started hurling insults at each other? And does it really matter? It's, I, I try to make it so that I have my boundaries. And if it's not a boundary, I don't take it personally. How
0: many boundaries do you have?
1: Not very many. Not a lot. I Can mean, you like, name them? Uh, well, like, like the bullying, the belittling thing. Um, I don't like, well, I don't like violence.
0: If don't, someone I, threatens your dog.
1: Yeah, th- someone threatens my dog. Um, you know, threatens me or people I love. I mean, I think my boundaries are probably similar to what most people's boundaries are. But I think that we have, you know... But I also got to, you know, I know that I have to be able to take some shots. I have to be able to listen to people and understand that, you know, why they disagree with me. And take that as it is. Maybe they'll change my mind. Maybe they won't. But I have to be able to take some shots with my belief system. I have to be able to do that. Otherwise, I'm not going to grow.
0: That's where you're very unique.
1: so So you challenge me. So you, I challenge you, you personally. Well, personally, but you've you brought up issues, with child, but I'll listen. It doesn't mean I'm gonna change my mind, but you might poke holes in my argument. And
0: but I feel like that's our number one. That's but it's, what but, we but, try but, to it's do. but it's
1: that's true. But I think what, what happens is people take that now as poking holes in your argument
0: no. as violence. Oh yeah. They take that as they're offended violence. by that. What you and like, I like, they say
1: words are violence, and I'm like,
0: what? You no, know, what I what I like about our conversations truly for both of us coming from different experiences, um, male, female. Um I mean, you said you struggled financially at a time when you're 20s, oh, but like you know, I had the unique opportunity to struggle as a single mom for a great number of years and then turn around in the next couple of years be elected. And then um, placed on the Health and Human Services Committee. So I was sitting on that committee hearing policy, living and breathing some of those situations myself. And so sometimes, like people will whitewash certain arguments or ideas, or because we'll inevitably talk about Health and Human Services or entitlement. You call them entitlements, which I hate that word. Well, some of them are entitlements. I. hate
1: that word, but, but
0: like, but I think when you and I have those conversations, it allows both of us to see things differently from unique perspectives. And, and I think we do try to listen to each other because I, I feel as though you are, you and I are unique in that we avoid the I'm right. You're well, no, that's not true. (laughs) (laughs) Like there are certain things there's certain places that you and I won't budge on certain topics. But that's,
1: that's okay.
0: We know that. So, those are the places we come to armed and ready when we're next time we see each other.
1: We're like, but that's okay. Reading I, up I think, in those. I think that we talk about anger and it's just, I, I see anger as a prevalent, prevalent uh, emotion in our society. Well, so. That's why we're so divided all the time because mm-hmm. anger or. Becoming yeah. mad, it becomes the prevalent feeling. I mean, I understand getting mad. I, I, I get it. People are pissed. But, yeah, but, I mean, at the same time, it, it shouldn't make you want to hurt other people or... Storm the Capitol? Storm the Capitol or...
0: Oh, we got in a real good conversation about that the
1: other day. Well, yeah, well, I said, this, this, well, last two elections, last two presidential elections, both major parties... You
0: said been... it was good that that happened? No, you no, didn't did, say no, it no. was
1: good. You said um
0: you understand... No, no,
1: I said, I said, I said, the, 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 the well, I mean, a, the Democrat, when Trump got elected, is because they ignored the entire middle of the country. That's yeah,
0: let's not get into that today. No. Like, because there, I think there is a lot of validity and a lot of, um, a lot of changes need to happen for both parties, hmm. or it's just things are going to continue to escalate in it's ways that we least want.
1: Right. And, and if well, that's the parties want to polarize because they're guaranteed void votes right so if if this side this
0: is where you and i get into it because like you you love to lead with the parties you love to like hyper focus on that divide between the parties and i come at it more from okay who's pulling the strings above the parties well because i feel like more so the parties and the way that they're acting so similar with different platforms it's they're just puppets on strings. Oh, I, I
1: agree with you. So sense.
0: my target.
1: But that's you didn't let me finish. Though, see, this is what I'm saying. The parties want us polarized.
0: I don't think it's the parties oh, so much. Yeah. This is where we'll disagree.
1: I'm not disagreeing with you. You didn't let me. Finish. However. <laughs> However. However. <laughs> the parties maintain the divide, so that we don't focus on what's going on.
0: I'm going to say, and I'll get hate mail, the parties it, aren't smart enough to maintain the divide, that it's the, I'm not
1: saying the puppeteer above their, them that's maintaining that's the divide. Job. That's their job. Whether they know they're doing it or not is a whole other question. But, it, but it's, it's, <laughs> Wait, it's, this it's,
0: podcast is over and we haven't really talked about, we've talked about anger.
1: Well, that, that's the prevailing and, and how, maybe we should just do another one. Um, On, I think, anger. but
0: the title I already typed it, so we have to stick to it. The title was anger management, so <laughs> let's just do a quick recap. So, my anger management is running. Running, Can I run. run, I run from situations oh, that you are possible. I, thought you meant like you, like, I jog. physically like, remove like, no, myself from them. No. I hate running, but um, like, isn't that ironic? Yeah. Like, flighter fight, fight and I'm a I'm flight a and I hate running
1: yeah, I, I, I a you're
0: fighter. a fighter I but a fighter. so my anger management so if anger is erupting near me mm. or there's any possibility you that you remove
1: yourself from the situation
0: I remove myself is that cowardice I don't know no it's not
1: cowardice it's 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 your survival,
0: my survival skill it's, that, it's, that it's I am it's your
1: learned. survival mechanism I attack
0: as a child I literally hid
1: yeah I I will attack. So you're now not necessarily physically. I mean, unless I was being you fight. I I fight. So your
0: natural tendency is to is to fight. But so now, coming back from the war, realizing that you were turned up, your dial was Mm -hmm. turned up, that you were revving at a fifty. And we talked about when you were in the war, you were leading a group, so you're in constant heightened alert. You're
1: well. You have to be revved up higher. Because you have to be more aware.
0: So now for anger management for you. So we, we, and we weren't joking. Well, I was joking about it because of the way you said it to me. But like, so you've chosen as one of your solutions, medication. So that yeah, works for to. you.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, yoga helps. It does. Uh, the but yoga
0: was more physical for you in the yeah, beginning. In the beginning,
1: Yes. Uh, I, I found out the, the, the mental stuff later on, but like just the breathing techniques and help yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't enough.
0: It just so you did enough. yoga. Did you do medication, right? Did you do medication before the army? No. So that came as After a result of, of being now. diagnosed. So
1: one of the most aha moment I had was that when I was at uh, uh, the psychologist's office and uh, they were saying, you know, we diagnosed you with PTSD. And I was like, okay, it's because you're, you know, you're depressed. I said. Depressed? What are you talking about? And my limited worldview vision of what depressed meant was that you know you're sad all the time and lethargic, you don't want to get out of bed, and you don't want to do this and do that. And that was my vision of what
0: depression. Our understanding.
1: Yeah. And when he said no, you're you know, I said, and I'm the opposite. I'm I want a Reverend to go. Let's go. Let's fight this. Let's do it. Let's get after it. It's just, yeah, you're angry. Yeah. Now well,
0: you're I'm, ready to nap.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I no, 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 like my naps now. But I'm I wanna, you know, fight this. And he goes, That's your anger is depression. You're angry all the time. So, well, yeah. So, that is depression. That was kind of an aha moment for me. So it could be like the opposite spectrum where it's you know,
0: almost like the different stages of grief, you were mm-hmm. trapped in anger.
1: Yeah, right. So uh, you know, yoga know, helps, medication definitely helps.
0: So medication came first.
1: Yeah, and then yoga. The
0: and then yoga. And then, were you consciously aware of your ability to control your anger? Like, were yes. you gaining it? Could um, you consciously know that you were like heading it off? Yes. And yes. then, and then, what? What else do you do? You talk to yourself. Do you talk yourself down? I do talk
1: myself down, especially if I start like the computer stuff. Like, I'll start. A, okay, Dave, it's a computer. Or it's a system; it doesn't know. Does it
0: help if I go? Hmm.
1: hmm. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but I mean, well, you know, usually it helps. Is like you know, Harry gets scared. Oh,
0: because you love Harry. Yeah, and
1: I noticed like, I, I like I don't want to hurt him in any way. So, like, when he gets, you know, I could see, see him pick up his head or run out the room because you know I slam oh, my God. fist down because the computer's not doing what I want it to do, and I feel horrible because I just scared my dog, and that's not okay. So I know, you know, okay, Dave, breathe, mm-hmm. figure it out, you know, and then I get up, I go apologize to Harry and I realize that I was wrong. Um, but that's, yeah, that's how I usually deal with it.
0: Well, what about you do take an exorbitant number of naps?
1: I do. I like my naps. So
0: does that factor into it?
1: I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that's part of the depression. or, or... like, Is
0: that kind of like distracting yourself? Do you no, like change scenery, no, like move from so. a different I, room? I
1: honestly think that my naps are probably part of uh, the pain that I'm in. Medication? You no, know, with my hip and my shoulder. Um, and I have to sleep certain ways, and I don't think I sleep as good as I think I am. Hmm.
0: Do you know what happened? You know what? I- so I do get angry, obviously.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you can be angry and not show it.
0: Do you know what I do? Have you
1: noticed? What do you do? I start swearing. Ah, well, I swear all the time so you never know.
0: Like, I was in the store and um, it was full. Yeah. My good friend was in there and I had my laptop because I was at the counter and I was looking up something for someone and my laptop slipped down in my hands. Oh, that's right. And I, I went to kind of catch it and um, to me, like, Replacing a laptop is a lot of money. Yeah. Like, I'm just, I'm very conscious of what everything costs. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, and it's me paying for things. Or So I went to catch it, but it landed sideways on my toe. Yeah. And my friend that was there was also my friend that delivered my third child. (laughs) (laughs) So she she had walked me through child to birth. And I was like it hurts so bad that I couldn't even make a sound Mm. and I I don't even think I was breathing. And then I had flip-flops on, of course. course. And I looked down and my toe is black.
1: Yeah.
0: And she's like, Oh, I've seen that face before. (laughs) She's like, I'm going to, she goes, I'm going to get, I'm going to get, I don't even know, Tylenol or something. And I'm going to go across the street to the inn and get ice. And I'm like, I don't like attention on me when I'm in pain Mm -hmm. or, Things aren't. I don't have control. I mm-hmm. don't like people looking at me if I'm not in control, or I'm in pain, or I feel humble or humiliated. Anyways, mm-hmm. or so like. Of course, there's a there's um, a couple there that I know well, and then Diana, and then people in the back of the store, and I'm just like trying to suck it up and just get through it, but it hurt like a mother effort. Yeah. and. I just wanted to crawl up, right? Like, if I couldn't do my response, I wanted to crawl up, run, and hide. Yeah. And I've got all these people doting on me. Right. And it was just intensifying it. Yeah. And it's like, how do you retain composure when you're that extreme level? Yeah.
1: And I'm hard. assuming
0: that's kind of like what you experience it's, with it's, anger. You almost, like, shut down. Like, mm-hmm. I was seeing red or I wasn't seeing anything. Oh, I definitely shut down.
1: I get really mad when I, if it's with a person. I have an argument with a Could so you
0: walk away? Is that part I of your. I will shut down.
1: I will shut down. I'll just, you know what? This is not even worth my time, my effort. It's not even, I'm done. I'll walk away. It's
0: your safety mechanism. Yeah.
1: But because I know that I'll just say something stupid or, or that I'm not. Do you ever
0: away. get that person that follows you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> wants to keep, oh, yeah. wants to keep going?
1: Oh, yeah. Amy was like that. Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, she used to get mad at me because I, I, I just walk away she's her she, sort of was she like, don't like don't you don't walk you away down. from don't me you step down. It, don't you stuff out don't come back and talk to me and well maybe that was good well it was good
0: because you love her like yeah. Harry right yeah right like, I didn't
1: want to hurt her I didn't want to, like I was upsetting her you know or whatever we were arguing about and uh you know upset her and I was upset and I just didn't want to talk anymore done and yeah it's that's, that's tough that is tough you no know.
0: hmm Sorry. That's a lot. It's a lot it's a huge emotion that to have to be aware of each and every day. I don't mm-hmm. have that. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine what it's like to carry that. Yeah.
1: But we uh no, we just, yeah, I mean yeah, so now you're getting so that's where we have to know ourselves and at some point you have to accept the environment that you're in. So you had, I
0: keep changing mine.
1: I know. But well what <laughs> I meant is is you wanted to curl up on a, like a ball and run away in mm-hmm. so many terms, but people were doting on you. Oh, and that's the worst. What could you do to change that situation?
0: Well, you know, so then you... Nothing. Sh- well, no. What,
1: what could you have done? You're I just trapped. start
0: minimizing my pain, and I just try you to could, fake
1: you it. tried to do that, but Diane knows you. She knew mm-hmm. that <laughs> you were hurt. You have other people in that store that care about you, and they're going to want to make sure you're okay. So at some point you had to accept the situation
0: and let it go and let it go. That's so cliche.
1: It's cliche, but it's true, right? Mm-hmm. At some point it's not worth the fight. At some point you got to kind of go, you know what? Like We used to say in the army, I'm not going to die on this hill. I'm not going to die on this hill, which means like, you know, this is not my like I can fight this or I can, you know what? Say, you know what? I'm not. I'm not going to fight it. I'll go away. I'll come back and fight another day. And that's important to understand that and it doesn't mean you're a coward. That doesn't mean that, you know, you gave up. It just means you're choosing your battles.
0: Thank you for saying that. It doesn't mean that you gave up because I want to talk about something and then we can say goodnight okay. or goodbye. Like part of part of honoring yourself or knowing yourself, and this is kind of like important to you and I, but it's kind of. I feel I do feel funny about this that you know when we were getting to know each other one of our common ties was yoga mm-hmm. I think that was something we could talk about mm-hmm. because we'd both been doing it for a while and you know and I did tell you I I said I I prefer yoga as a more intimate experience where you by yourself it's and- what do you call a solo practice or whatever, personal
1: practice,
0: personal practice. And, you know, and you were so kind and gracious and you were like, I really want you to come to the studio. Like I want you to try." And I, and I know that you're proud of your studio and I'm proud of your studio and what you and your instructors do. And just from hearing the stories from behind the scenes and I did it, I did a good go, right? Like how long did did I make it? Two months, two and a half months of going to Monday night strength class. Mm Mm-hmm. Occasionally I'd hit Wednesday and I even, you know, went out with a, a few of your students a couple mm-hmm. times. But I found that when I was there, the practice wasn't mine. Right. I was so hyper aware of everyone else in the room and what they were or not what they were doing. But I didn't feel like presence? I could fully do my presence because I was so aware of everyone right. else.
1: That's OK.
0: And I felt like I felt bad for the longest time because it was like I wanted to support you as your friend and you know you support the store and you'll you'll come in and say hi and stuff and like and I want to be that friend for you and to do that but I think what I realized is that I can't support you while sacrificing what works best for me and that's a really good because lesson. then i'm not true i'm not being authentic
1: right. and it's and that's that's I'm putting you
0: above me right
1: and you know i and i don't want you to do that
0: if if you if you ever well, why would you need me there like you don't <laughs> that's <laughs> the thing that like we talk about like when you get older you realize that you don't Ever truly need someone else, you right? You want them
1: there, but you don't
0: need them. You want to be around certain people, but you don't need to be around exactly. people. And that's when it kind of like the light bulb goes on, mm. and it it clears away a lot of cobwebs. It takes a lot of questions out of everything. Like so, anyway. So this is my way of saying I don't. I love your studio. I love what you do. I love your stories of your studio. I do not love. It's not that I don't love practicing in your studio. Like just. Stuff for you. It's okay. Yoga for me is challenging. Like I was sharing with you. Like
1: I was I I have we have people that have uh, been going to the online studio the entire they've never set set foot in the Mm -hmm. studio. And that's fine. I think that come on, they don't even say hi. (laughs) That was your screen on blank so you can't see them. They do their practice Mm -hmm. and they get offline more power to you more we have other people and maybe that,
0: they... like what your ism ebb and flow maybe for me that you know like batman went to the where did he bat go cave? no he didn't go to the bat cave when he went to the high mountain to get trained
1: oh yeah yeah and yeah the first one he went to the himalayas yeah
0: went to the himalayas like me my practice like i feel like um when i'm doing it i go deep
1: Hmm. Yeah, and it's a, it's a very intense personal practice and that's fine
0: but then maybe the flow will come in and, and I'll just hey, like
1: who knows maybe one day you really like, I'll oh. try
0: um york, yoga in york <laughs> 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 I'll come I'll do yoga in york every so often really, just to I say have, hi I, I have
1: people that they they keep a membership all year round mm-hmm. they never come to the studio they never even take an online class They'll go to the outdoor classes. I met some, one
0: of those individuals at and, Beach Yoga.
1: And then for the rest of the year, they'll just go to the online library. So,
0: but I think like I think part of this doing this podcast and writing and all of that and getting to the place and having conversations with you is when you talk about things out loud and you can look someone in the eye and you have these realizations that wait, you know, this is just not a silly conversation I'm Mm -hmm. having in my
1: head. Right. And I think that's where I'm hoping that like, you know, people with anger and taking offense to things and, you know, like realize that, you know, it's probably more about them than you, that we don't have to take things personally. And, but even if you do take it personally, that's okay. There might be a boundary that's been crossed. There might be a reason to be. Angry. What
0: about instead of taking things personally, if we say, like, you know, how I am with words, and I love
1: mm-hmm. words no, you're and semantics. That much better with words no, than I but am.
0: if we we grow up saying, "Don't take this personally," right?
1: Well, I, I don't like it when people say that. But it's, it's kind of like, like, prom, I'm going to tell you something. Prom, it's really shitty,
0: mad. but don't get
1: mad. Don't get mad.
0: I can't, it's like I a get out of, the, out of jail yeah, card, yeah, like, free what? card. No, that's
1: I, I. I can't control how i
0: But instead of taking it on personally, what if we apply it personally? So, what if we hear it and just consider it and say, "Okay, is there is there anything that I can learn from?" Or that sounds Pollyanna, but is there anything that any right. truth from this that I can take that is helpful or will benefit me? Right in my
1: well, I just think that our first reaction shouldn't be to hurt the other person back. That shouldn't be our first reaction. I think a lot of today. Sometimes
0: happens, when that happens, though, it's like.
1: Well, I'm not. It's 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 a gray area, right? Because sometimes it's you know. Like, I'm not
0: saying it's ever
1: excused, but I'm no, saying sometimes well, your reaction, like some something is
0: so said, heightened yeah, that. We're I all once human.
1: Once said, you got to give war a chance.
0: No, I'm not going to say. No,
1: what I'm saying is that there is a time to fight. There is, but that shouldn't be our first reaction.
0: Is there, that's a whole other. uh... Oh, sure there is.
1: Sure there is. Absolutely. Sometimes there's a time to fight. Absolutely.
0: Have there been times? Yes. Yes. But I think it's, it's the first thing we, we consider now.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. It should be the first thing we consider. If I'm offended by something or someone. My first reaction should not be to lash out and hurt that individual that did that.
0: Do you even need to engage? That's the thing. We always feel like and we have to engage with everything that comes to. at us. And it
1: might just be like, you know what? That guy's an idiot. So I'm just a little oh, little they're little
0: older than I am. I. I have yeah. to consider what they're saying. Yeah. Well, here, no, I'm no. going to say, no, you don't. No.
1: and That's what I mean. Sometimes, like, you know, if someone offends me, I'm like, all right, they're just an idiot. So I, I, I don't care. Go, go about your, your happy little way. They don't care. But even
0: like, above that, like, yeah. do we have to, do we have, to, this is the thing with like electronics in the, the age of,
1: um, social media and
0: stuff. All of that, like that constant on, do we have to respond mm-hmm. to every email? Do we have to pick up every phone call? Do mm-hmm. we have to, you know, pick up our phone every time it dings for a text or an Instagram, mm-hmm. someone, oops, someone liked my Instagram or, you know, and, and I'm on social media a lot. You're on more than I am. And so we we are, we're there, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. But it's like, at a certain point, if someone asks you an asinine question, do you even have to acknowledge? No. Why? Why? That's... Why is it ingrained in us that we have to be on and present and respond to every single thing that comes into our?
1: I don't know. That's a good question. I really don't know why. I think
0: we could avoid a lot if we, like what you said, you have certain boundaries. If we just say, okay, you know, I'm going to go into the store today. I'm going to, you know, serve every customer that comes in or every guest or shopper. But if the phone rings, and it's a telemarketer. Do I have to pick it up? Uh, I never pick up telemarketers. If it's a sales call, do I have to pick it up? I never
1: pick that stuff up. I don't return their phone calls. I don't do nothing.
0: If someone's asking for a donation and I'm busy, can I just say, hey, I, I'll get back to I you if people, I can do this, right? I tell
1: people no for donations because they they sell my information and it gets constant. No. I, I always, uh, so uh, you ever seen the movie City Slickers?
0: Mm-hmm. What's the, what's the I'm going to tell you the secret, the secret to life, the one secret to life. Is oh. this when Jack Palace holds up no, his finger? No, no,
1: no, no, no. You know Jack what I'm
0: Palace. talking about.
1: Yeah, but no, it's. That's not what you're going to say. No, it's a great line in the movie. It's just so, uh, it's something that I think of when someone's talking about something that I just think is asinine or is offending and or whatever it is. And, you know, I think about engaging and kind of was it, do I have to engage? So that part where Billy Crystal's sitting around the fire and he's basically talking crap about the trail loss. He's crazy. He's like, la, 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 la. It's just talking crack. And of course the trail boss comes right up behind him. And he said, and he's like talking and he can't see him. And then he goes, He's behind me, isn't he? And they all kind of go, Yeah. And he kind of turns around. He looks up at the trail boss. He goes, Hello, <laughs> you the know, crystal way. And he just goes, I shit bigger than you. I do remember that. And I just I, I use it because I'm like, why do I care? But we well, do care. Well, we do care. That there are some things I you need to care about. But it's something like...
0: At a certain point, we have to reach our limit.
1: If, if, I, if I made a political point, and I, for some reason, put it on Facebook, and I had a bunch of people that are calling me horrible names or disagreeing with me and saying I'm the worst human, why do I care? We're have you day ever day
0: poked day. the bear on Facebook?
1: Uh, Intentionally?
0: Oh, I have friends that are... T- that are professional pokers.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen him. Yeah. My brother Aaron likes to do that. Well, I don't know if he does it anymore. I don't think he does it anymore. He used to like that. was or like, yeah. there's Aaron's an art to it, right? It, 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 like, they'll it, go in the middle of a conversation, Aaron they'll poke the bear, and then they'll leave and go and make a sandwich. Yeah, he's he's extremely intelligent and he's 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 very well versed. And I just think it's like I, I like, but you know, I always remember this one time he was on Facebook and he was. He made a comment, and uh, it was even a comment like, like I disagreed with him. But someone, someone.
0: laid in. Basically,
1: him. laid in and threatened him. I'll tell you what, I've not seen Red like that in a while. Who was Red? I, 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 I was pissed. Oh, you were? I was pissed because was like, you know, but. You took it personally. I did. It wasn't it was even about you. Brother, you know, and I was like, who is this asshole talking like this to my brother? And I was not happy, but, you know. know, Did
0: you respond?
1: No, I didn't because I shit bigger than this guy. So, like.
0: (laughs) You don't know that.
1: I do know that.
0: That's an assumption.
1: I do know that. You know, the, the way I look at it, like, not that I know everything. Not that I've done everything. But I've done enough in my life to go, you know what? I don't need to prove shit to you. And I don't need to.
0: I think that's a maturity.
1: Well, I think it's maturity, but it's like, you know, like, I, I don't need to go there. It's not worth it. It's not my, I'm not going to die on that hill.
0: I think that's anger management, to be that honest. That is an anger
1: management. I'm going to let that go. Because, yeah, the guy insulted me, but like, what do I care what this guy insulted me for?
0: He insulted your brother.
1: Well, he insulted my brother, which only well, threatened him, too, which, once again. My...
0: Where was Aunt Lita?
1: Exactly. Is she on Facebook? I let him know. She would have hunted him down. But that's just it. I just, you know, you got to kind of go, Am I going to die on that hill? No. There are certain things I will. I will fight to the bitter end. But now I would say most things I don't know. I just got to let it go. Like, okay. Let it go. Or at least, you know, another great line from another movie. Uh, uh, Ever seen Heartbreak Ridge? No. So uh, it's, it's a war movie? It is a war movie. It's with Clint Eastwood. But there's this point where they're disciplining this one Marine. He's running with his rifle above his head, and he's, you know, struggling. And uh, he's being disciplined by the, uh, the major or with the commanding officer. And uh, Clint Eastwood is the platoon sergeant. And uh, he's running around. You can see he's struggling, and he falls. And the cleaning just comes over and just whispers something in his ear. And the guy stands up and, you know, yells out his platoon's name and starts running again. And the commanding officer comes over, Gunny, what'd you say to that Marine? And he goes, I told him, sir, don't give the prick the satisfaction. <laughs> meaning But it's still like, I'm not going to give the prick the satisfaction of letting them know that they got to me or that bothered me or whatever
0: it was. That's kind of like in your yoga class, I wouldn't stop. Yeah, doing the repetitions. I was like, I'm not stopping. I'm not giving crazy Dave the satisfaction. Yeah, I can
1: give Dave the satisfaction. Sorry.
0: With the cheese whiz. With the cheese whiz. So we are, we are. Beyond? This one is so long. There's probably nobody left listening to it at this point. <laughs> How long is it? I'm not telling. Oh god. No. Um, what's the next podcast? Yeah. Well, are we sticking with the PTSD theme or are we, explaining... whatever
1: we want. We'll talk whatever we want. We we'll always bring PTSD into it.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, we had said that we could talk about the midterm the, elections. The election. yeah. I don't know if I know enough at this point, honestly.
1: I know, I know enough to be dangerous. Well,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we'll. We'll we we'll set it up. going to talk about the process. We
0: we had a great conversation yeah, about civics.
1: Civics and process. What did we
0: say? In what? Ball sex.
1: Process.
0: What is ball sex?
1: We're going to talk about ball sex. What? No,
0: I'm not talking about that. Process. I oh we were talking about civics, um, not just being one hit wonder class in high school, right? Like yeah. civics being something
1: that. Well, I think it might be a good conversation to have about some. Uh, your experiences in the political realm no no <laughs> i think that's interesting i think it's very interesting seeing the inner workings of politics
0: but but again the thing that you have to consider it's my one well, person's right. perspective on it mm-hmm. from one party right as yeah. a first term member right one and only term member so it's very different than
1: yeah, someone's been there for someone year that years,
0: actually right? knows what they're doing. like, like it's, it's' a lot to digest own, and yeah. to hit your stride. I would say, like, you know, it did convince me that term limits is a bad idea because mm-hmm. when someone finally hits their stride and understands, it it will be time to go. It's a different language, yeah. even with policy and the way bills are written. Right. But it's like if they term out after, Two or three terms, and then, you know, who's left with the continuity and the the expansive knowledge and the working network of people is it's the lobbyist. Mm -hmm. So in Maine, because there are term limits on the representatives and senators, and I believe governor, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, two.
1: No, well, we'll Page is running for his third term right now. But
0: he, but he was out like consecutive terms. So even Uh, with the House of Representatives uh, and the senators. You you term out, then you can sit out, and then you can out. run again. Oh, My God. good friend um, okay. Anne Marie's doing that. She was um, she termed out in the House of Representatives for Sanford, and then she's currently the mayor of Sanford, and now she's running again to go mm-hmm. back into the House of Representatives. Mm-hmm. She's one of those people that like with her breadth of knowledge and understanding of the inner workings of government like she is a strong government candidate she just understands the legality the policy piece of it and then is not only understands it but is able to apply it and to to think forwardly about like its effects like there's certain people there on both sides that I was in awe of like I was just like burnt. we've talked about Bernie mm-hmm. like just the amount of information that passes over your desk mm-hmm. in any given day is just like the the phrase, oh, you get so tired of phrases there, but like drinking from a fire hose. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like that's the first one you learn, um, or slippery slope. Like so, oh, my gosh, in the floor speeches, mm-hmm. everyone uses these phrases and you're just like rolling your eyes. <laughs> I don't have a poker face, so I'm like, really?
1: Well, if we don't want to do politics – when we talked about it before. We could talk about like ghosts and shit.
0: You want to talk about esoteric? Everything esoteric? Yeah, yeah. Then you're going to be poking my bear.
1: Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's what you love. Since it's, 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 it's refreshed now you poke your bear.
0: Uh, someone in the store said to me, "The conversation we should we should do a podcast in the store." But like we did was, one time, uh, it mm-hmm. was closed mm-hmm. though. But like the conversation was, you know, um, ancient aliens, the TV right. show, yeah. We're talking about that. And then it's like, the next thing was like, well, you know, it's not really ancient aliens. And I said, what is it? They were were like, it's ancient humans. Mm -hmm. And then that just opens up a whole other can of worms. And you feel like you're in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Let's
1: talk about esoteric crap.
0: Crap? Is that what you just said? Crap?
1: It's just an adjective to describe. However, However,
0: I truly believe in everything you say. I do. It's crap, but it's crap. I believe. Okay. All right.
1: All right. Well, we'll-, we'll Thank uh, you for sharing. Oh, thank you.
0: You're, you showed your underbelly. I did. Yeah, that's vulnerable to mm-hmm. talk about something. that well,
1: vulnerability is a strength, so.
0: Who okay. said that? Wazoo? No. Uh, no I, <laughs> it's just think, it, I just think it is. I don't know. I see no. it as a strength. No. The um, ancient book of war
1: books. Yeah. No, it's that <laughs> Do
0: you know what I'm talking about?
1: Lazu- Sun, yeah, lao Tzu or Sunzu, yes. Uh, no, uh, vulnerability is something that is, uh, you need, to have, you need to have that vulnerability because it makes you open to other things. Um, anyway, so thank you for listening. Any comments, suggestions, or gripes, uh, please send them to Jennifer. <laughs> uh, you can find Jennifer <laughs> at a little something in South Berwick, Maine, and uh, if you would like to come. Uh, make me mad at uh, Yoga on York, please feel free to do so. Otherwise, have a great one.